What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I hate to say this, but I think I'm Andy. <laughs> I was I had you as Stanley. Okay. Stanley. Hey, hey I'll, anywhere yeah. in that corner of the room, I'm fine with any of those three. Okay. Okay. I had I had Edwin as Andy. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I had Alex as Andy. <laughs> there we go. Oh, wow. Okay. We well, go. two out of three then. Yeah, I, I would have you as Stanley. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I had okay. you as Pam. Oh. Me? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Out of paper, out of stock There's friendly faces around the block Break loose from the chains That are causing you pain Call Michael and Stanley Jim Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly For your business paper needs Or Dundermip Then the people versus paper people Dundermip Then the people versus paper people Dundermip Then the people versus paper people Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and Kevin Malone's bookie, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James Nard Dog. And with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. So they asked me an audition for Subtle Sexuality, so I gave him a little... <laughs> followed by some... <laughs> Uh, we are coming to you live, recorded live on the MSPC Wilderness Adventure Retreat. We don't know when, what order or when these are all going out, so who knows how later this will be. <laughs> this will but be weeks right after now, the fact, but, we're still but in this moment, we, we, are, are. we are alive. We're we are on, alive in we're this We're still moment. on Ryan's cool retreat. Stacking mm-hmm. them up out here in beautiful Mount Hood, uh, Rhododendron, Oregon, uh, at the Northwest Chalet. <laughs> What are we here to talk about, hey, John? Give, give him the specific address. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, well, tonight we are talking about the webisodes. We just sat down and watched pretty much all of the webisodes. I think. I think we we saw all all everything of them. that they they've done. But uh, yeah, I I we I'd never seen a lot of them before. Did you say that we were a show about the Office at the top? Yeah, we're a show about the Office. Okay. Always. Yeah. Of course. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. Even oh. if we didn't, we said it now. All right. Yeah. A but we're talking about webisodes. A show for fans of The Office by The Office. But we're not even talking about what aired on The Office. We're talking about the webisodes. Yeah. These are the webisodes that were released um, on the NBC website as just little filler uh, sketches for uh, fans of the show during the summer when... Spoiler uh, alert. You should go... Off season. Pause the show. Go watch all the webisodes and then come back to right now. I think you can find some on YouTube. Maybe you'll find some on the DVDs or maybe on uh, other places online. But basically, as we were, you know, bouncing around episode ideas, we kind of it was kind of uncovered that I think these guys hadn't seen the webisodes or hadn't seen all the webisodes, and uh, it was a fun kind of experience for us to watch them all together while we're all here on this retreat, and then uh, to talk about them and kind of what they mean to the show. Yeah. Uh, so it starts out with the uh, a storyline called the accountants. Mm-hmm. These are all kind Wait, of one like, more disclaimer. Sorry, one more disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. I think before we go because i i talked with edwin about this before we started watching but we're considering these canon of the show so like this this was produced and published by the folks that make the office yeah some other writers so anything we learn about characters should be incorporated into 
and they, the wider show. Of they the really do office. dive deeper into some of gives some you, of the gives side you a lot characters. of insights. Gives yeah. you a lot of insights. Some of the so, ensemble characters. Sorry. The that, reason that why need to be said. we need to mention that is because deleted scenes. There are things that come up in deleted scenes that maybe you can consider not sort of canon because they didn't air as part of the show. Mm-hmm. But with the webisodes, they did. They were published on the NBC mm-hmm. website. Yeah. So um, I think what happens does uh, in those webisodes does matter. Let's start at the top. So we start with The Accountants, which uh, aired on, uh, it, it began on July 13th, 2006, uh, aired on NBC.com. It, it was 10 episodes long, so that's the longest of the webisodes. But, I mean, it like almost felt to me like it was like a student film in terms of the quality of it. Yeah, um, oh, very much so. I mean, the, the color template, the way some of the actors are acting, it's very season two, almost feels season one. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's not as polished as the show. It's starring Angela, Oscar, and Kevin, the accountants, and they're trying to track down three thousand dollars that has gone missing in the budget. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, we do in all these webisodes, we do focus on more of the ensemble or the secondary characters. And for us, yes, this focuses on the accountants uh, trying to go around figuring out who what happened to the missing three thousand dollars. And even in their uh, their interviews or their encounters with the other members of the office, they don't talk to Jim. They don't talk to Michael. They don't talk to yeah. Dwight, Pam, or Ryan. So, Dwight no, does notable ma- omissions. Dwight does make a brief appearance in this uh, in this uh, series, but I think that's the last time that he shows up in any of the webisodes. Just to have a little interaction with uh, Angela while they oh, right. while the, she catches yes. him up on. He what's should have been on. in charge of this investigation. And certainly in the in the early part of the show, I mean, this feels a lot like season one and season two because this is certainly in that era, right? The colors are a lot more muted. Um, Kevin and Oscar's pers- uh, personalities are a little more more uh, turned down, mm-hmm. um, and I do think it. But it's nice to get a little bit of shine, a little bit of attention uh, on these three characters who do whose personalities really balance each other really well. There was a couple of interesting things that popped up in this webisode for me, like uh, number one, just like highlighting Kevin's gambling problem. He reveals <laughs> that he gambled away, uh, Pistons, Pistons like two, yeah, two like. Two thousand eight hundred dollars or something like that, and uh, and uh, it, it's okay because he won it back. <laughs> but but that was kind of like a, mm-hmm. a, a little um, not that Disney has that it was a then, little more extreme than what you get in the yes. TV show. And it's it's sort of like public knowledge around the office. It's like right, Kevin has a gambling problem. That's a pretty big. And he's an accountant. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then two is that they accuse Roy at one point of stealing the money. Um, oh yeah. Because he's got a wedding coming up is kind of their only good reason. Uh, but Angela kind of reveals that she really has a crush on Roy. Or, you know, Kevin and Oscar think that she's revealed that. She won't even entertain the thought that Roy could be guilty. He has too much integrity yeah. to have committed uh, such a <laughs> deed, right? Too much character. Right, so Kevin right, begins exactly. to joke that she has a crush on Roy. And then there's even a talking head where he's like, Roy and Angela uh, yeah. sitting in the tree. K-I-S. Yeah. And then Angela comes through. She's like, Kevin, stop. Get out of there. <laughs> Backing yeah. up what we talked about in our fan yeah, theory. Yeah, fan episode. theory. Check yeah, that out. That, Check that, uh, out. that Roy and Angela may I have mean, hooked up one time. there's definitely clear signals that that Angela to Roy at the very least has a lot of strong attraction you know mm-hmm. I don't think that's uh you know this isn't breaking new ground in that regard but it is no. more evidence yeah yeah for sure yeah see them interacting um any any other thoughts about the accountants that was really my yeah I, th- I thought for, for me like again this is the first time I've seen most of these but I thought this was like they had a chance to sort of like let's show off the chemistry between these three actors and I thought it really worked I mean you do get to see them it's an, it's kind of an interesting writing challenge. Like when Michael's not there, like what are the sort of things that they would be dealing with? Because all you see in the regular show, for the most part, is them having to deal with the messes Michael makes. Mm-hmm. And so, kind of seeing them without that ingredient in it is really interesting. And yeah, you do get a little more character insights. You see tiny little bit more of their personality than you ever get in the show, just because there's just not quite as much time for it. And so these webisodes where they have a ton of screen time mm-hmm. and they're like actively working on this one plot together, uh, I, I thought it was great. I loved it. I think too. Uh, they also they assume it's Michael because it's always Michael, right? Is what Oscar says. But mm-hmm. they don't find any evidence, and eventually they do find out it's Angela. And Kevin says, "This is mm-hmm. the best day of my life." Um, but there's a great moment where they're going to go investigate Michael's office, where Kevin jokingly kind of does that dance from Animal House, and he's mm-hmm. like, "You guys get it." Animal House. And they're like, "I don't know." They're both like, "I don't know what that is," and he goes, "You guys are breaking my spirit." <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's a much more competent adult. Mm-hmm. in this like webisode then he becomes in the show for sure like in the next webisode 
Kevin's Loan, which aired it's like a spinoff from <laughs> that web, from the first webisode, mm-hmm. uh, which began in uh, on July tenth, two thousand eight. Uh, this uh, this string of webisodes is all about um, Kevin again is has gambling debts and needs to figure out a way to pay them off. He comes up with some scheme to sell ice cream out of a cart. Kevin uh, Malone's take, take cones out a, take out a loan. A small business loan to Malone, pay back Malone's loans. <laughs> he needs yeah. a loan for Malone's cones. <laughs> yeah, and but he's going to take that loan to pay off his gambling debt. So it's like, what's the quickest, easiest way to get a chunk of change from a bank? Mm-hmm. Malone's cones, little little cart sells ice cream. Yeah, Oscar. Uh, a lot of just Daryl Kevin time, which is not a combo that ever that rarely teams up in the so show. So yeah, Kevin bounces all these ideas off of Oscar, or it, it is brought out by Oscar that Kevin is always bouncing these terrible financial ideas off of him. Uh Uh, And then Kevin goes to try to get the loan himself is heartily rejected. And then Daryl comes back and says, you know, I'm going to help you out. Like you project like nervous, sweaty energy. Like I'm going to help you out and be cool and confident. (laughs) And they go back to the bank and they get rejected again. Daryl has this very smooth pitch where he says, taste the ice cream. He has them taste the ice cream. And the lady at the bank says, tastes like briars. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but basically, they they it ends up with Kevin selling ice cream out of a out of the cart that he bought, but not actually taking out the loan. He tries to sell Stanley a ten dollar ice cream cone. I do love in this dollars. <laughs> I do love in this little um, uh, series. We do get to meet Kevin's bookie, who is this very small, um, unintimidating oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. man with a really terrible car. He literally says, "I'm not going to hurt you, Kevin." Yeah, I'm not going to hurt you, Kevin. <laughs> like. You drive a nice car. Look at my car. car cardboard window. <laughs> yeah. Uh, duct tape mirror. And he's like, just like, get the money. <laughs> like, come on, man. It's, just, it's like a bookie who's in worse shape yeah. than you. So it's yeah. just like the threat to get the money. You're like, okay, sure. So, just in general, all of these webisodes give us a fun little mini arc with a couple characters who are not used yeah. to getting... Uh, not not that they don't get screen time, but they don't get like a beginning, middle, and end of whatever story they're often in. You know, mm-hmm. especially in the early seasons. You know, some of the stories involving Oscar and Angela are like, I like the thermostat warm. I like the thermostat cold. Right, you know? mm-hmm. right. Kevin likes it at sixty nine. You know, that's like their their whole thing in yeah. the episode. So it is nice to see them get a little more time to play on screen. The accountants really get to are really really shine in these webisodes. Well, it's 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 funny because on the show. The accountants are almost always in a two versus one situation hmm. at all times, whether Kevin's being dumb and Oscar and Angela are rolling their eyes at him, you know, or or Oscar and Kevin are teaming up against Angela because she's mm-hmm. being mean or whatever. And then, and they, in these, it's like this is the accountants actually just doing their jobs on a day to day basis, mm-hmm. working together, just figuring out this the most banal accounting problems. Um, but it, it still works; like it's still as well written, I think, and as well edited and everything as yeah. as the show. The, the the next series is The Outburst. Uh, these aired uh, November twentieth, two thousand eight. So same year as uh, mm. as Kevin's Loan. They must have just gone into another straight into another series. Um, Oscar is on the phone at work, and everyone hears him get really angry at someone on, on the other line. He and has everyone, an outburst. Everyone's trying to get to the bottom of it. Everyone wants to know the gossip. Andy puts out a hundred dollars as prize money for whoever can. You know, figure out what it is, and Creed takes that action. This is a this is a a, a similar kind of small storyline in that it involves Oscar and Kevin, mm-hmm. but it's bigger because Andy is involved, Creed is involved, Kelly is involved. Yeah, they get these other players to kind of participate. Yeah, we're starting to see some more of the uh, ensemble join in on uh, on the webisode, and they bring a lot of energy to it. I think as much as as fun as it is to see the accountants kind of play amongst themselves, like Oscar. Angela and Kevin, none of those guys are high energy kind of characters. So to have Andy mm-hmm. and Kelly kind of inflected in kind of brings that uh, that little bit a little bit of uh, electricity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And th- this was something I felt like it was actually similar in Kevin's loan with Daryl, where I feel like that w- that was the f- at the time was probably the first time we saw Daryl pursuing something outside of doing his job and keeping Michael off his back. Right. You know, like. He's pretty two-dimensional for a couple seasons there. Of just like, that's Daryl Foreman. That's what he does. And this was him like, I'm going to help Kevin with this thing. You see this, I think, also in the outburst of like this sort of emotional depth of Oscar, which clearly mm-hmm. shocks everyone to the mm-hmm. point that it's honestly just a webisode of showing how much they actually care about a fellow coworker. Right. Like they're all like... And he's very standoffish. He, yeah. He doesn't want to tell them anything And it's about a really soapy reason. Life. Like, what, what's going on? This guy's drama. I want to mm-hmm. find out. But it's also like they 
they care enough where it could happen to another character and they'd just be like, like if Meredith freaked out at someone, everyone would just be like, "Whoa!" They literally bring that. that up. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're all they're all scheming to get Oscar to figure out to get Oscar to kind of spill the beans on what he yeah. his outburst was about. And eventually, Oscar goes to complain to Toby, and then the other characters also come to complain to Toby. And then it comes out that Oscar's reason uh, for the outburst was the cable guy of all things, mm-hmm. like a very small mm-hmm. inconvenience with the cable guy. And then they all complain about uh, the Oscar's wasted their day that he's wasted their time. By not having a great reason for the outburst, which I think is so funny, like it's such a great reversal, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, one thing I uh, I thought was interesting that we learned in this episode of our webisode uh, series is that uh, Bob Vance has had a, a grand jury trial. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Phyllis alludes to something terrible that's that's clearly happened in their past, right. but Bob. None got away the, with it. <laughs> none of the witnesses showed up to the trial. Yeah, yeah. One of the, I think, the funniest moments in all of these webisodes, and not to backtrack all the way to the accountants, but is, but is in one of like the second or third episode where they're they're interrogating everyone and they're asking Phyllis if she spent three thousand dollars, and Phyllis is like, "Oh my gosh, you know, like, I, you know, once I had to fix the heel on my shoe and it cost fourteen dollars, but don't worry, Bob Vance is giving me a corporate card for emergencies just in case." Oh yeah. And Kevin, yeah. and Kevin says, like, in case you have an ice cream cake and it's sitting in your car out in the sun. And Angela says, it's not to buy refrigerators, Kevin. Yeah. Like, Kevin assumes the Vance Refrigeration Corporate Card for emergencies is only for an emergency where you need a refrigerator. <laughs> buy a refrigerator. <laughs> oh my gosh. Before we jump into the to blackmail, which is the next yeah. in the series, yeah, yeah. I want to call out that these webisodes actually played a really big role in the writer strike, which took place 2007, 2008, oh, yeah. the WGA writer strike, where uh, a lot of the writers for the office, uh, particular, like went on strike, uh, to demand more from the writers guild of America in terms of pay and, and what the, the and compensation. And one of the sort of sticking points was the webisodes because NBC viewed the webisodes as promotional content, even though they would air ads in between it mm. and the writers didn't get any money or they, I think they got money, but they didn't get residuals. So wow, like, okay. it was okay. the kind of thing that was kind of at the center of this kind of debate. And, and this was a time when TV was becoming more digitized, more readily available on the internet, more readily available through iTunes. And I think The Office was one of those shows because it appealed to younger, I guess now you would call them millennial viewers, that uh, that people were starting to watch on, on screens that weren't TV screens, you know? Mm, right. And uh, I mean, the webisodes is a perfect example because you could only watch them on like NBC.com. They weren't really airing on TV. So just want to call that out, even though... Uh, they, they seem like such a minor footnote in what is actually like the overall big arc of the mm-hmm. office. Like they actually played a really big role because the writer's strike had tremendous influence on season four. Mm. So, uh, and the truncated nature of that season. Right. So mm. just know that like, as we talk about these webisodes, they actually ended up playing a really big role. That's really, I series. had no idea. Yeah. Huh. Well, I, I did make another note that while we were all watching these together earlier, that um, whether, you know, it's just kind of like the pacing or the tone of it, but uh, everyone commented that these weren't that funny up until this this point. And then I think uh, our opinion started to change after that. I think the, the big difference is when you watch these, I, th- I actually think they are really funny. And like, maybe this is because I watched some of them. I watched The Accountants like that summer when it came out. Yeah. And... The, it's hard because when you watch them on the DVD, they play them with the opening credit and a closing credit between yeah. three minutes of content. So it's really hard to stay in the flow of the, of the story. And because this was a very new format, they had to kind of establish what they were doing mm-hmm. every time. So at the top of every webisode, especially with the accountants, they're like, we have to figure out what happened with this missing $3,000. Right. But as we get to later webisodes, they actually all play in one seamless sort of thing, which allows for more jokes, allows you to stay in the flow. As an audience member or as a viewer, I should say, like you, you definitely get taken out of it a little bit. But I do think there are yeah. funny moments in, in all of these. And yeah. I, f- I found that the, 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 the our personal histories with the show really colored in my experience of watching the webisodes just because like a show I've loved for this many years and seen so many times. I don't really care if it's not that funny. It's just like, I like spending time in this world with these people. And mm-hmm. especially it's like to go back and watch the webisodes from like 2006, you know, when, when, when it was still kind of a fledgling show. Uh, I, it, you're right. I, it wasn't as funny as the show is. I mean, that's probably going to be the case considering yeah. what we're watching, yeah. but uh, I still found them like just solid. I enjoyed oh, the I time it. we got to spend in that universe. I love oh, watching. completely. Yeah. The next episode was Blackmail, uh, starring Creed Bratton. Uh, Creed is just trying to blackmail different uh, characters in the office. It starts with Oscar. Super weird. He shows him a video where he says, you know, I I have recently discovered something about you, and unless you want 
this to go out, you, you'll need to pay dearly. And he shows in this video where it's Oscar getting into a car with Gil, and then it cuts away, and Oscar says he basically spliced in footage from Milk, the movie. <laughs> right. So right. Creed is... Totally ruined Gus Van Sant's masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Creed is just trying to blackmail anyone he can uh, with these green envelopes, which don't really re- reoccur or reappear at any other point in the show. It's super weird so little funny. episode yeah. of like... This, yeah, this this strange man who's here blackmailing people for like six to ten dollars. Yeah, to yeah. Be the rate. That comes out at the end. At the end <laughs> yeah. of the yeah, the arc. yeah. That's in the end, strange. everyone gives up and just decides to give him what he wants. I I do think it's funny that when he goes to blackmail Andy, Andy is very distraught, and eventually he is so distraught he says, "Soon you will have nothing over me." He says, "Everyone, this is my tattoo," and he shows him this like these Chinese That's characters right. that I guess mean Nard Dog. And I think it's a funny sort of uh, precursor to what happens in season eight, the uh, the incentive. I think it's episode yeah, yeah. episode two, two, season eight, where he gets the Nard Dog tattoo on his butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's already got a Nard Dog tattoo mm-hmm. on his butt. Is kind of what we learn here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it must it, be on the other cheek. Yeah, and it was it was sort of like uh, in in blackmail, and actually in a lot of these, it's sort of these putting these minor characters from the regular show in these positions of power for however long. A period of time it is mm-hmm. uh and this certainly one was like uh, let's have let's see what creed what kind of power creed tries to exude in his off time and it's super weird and it's like <laughs> these low stakes but odd creep it's like this yeah. man would have been fired so long ago like so quick not even close I toby do, <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i do love that they all get blackmailed together and they go to talk to toby and Toby's mumble. like, yeah, he says, there's nothing I can do. And he starts mumbling. He literally says the word mumble. <laughs> because it turns out Toby has also been blackmailed. You see a know. little green folder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just must have, like, they have to have green folders. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, manila folder would I mean, it's fitting in a right way now. that it's a comedic scenario for the show that doesn't end up with really anything happening. Like, it's very right. fitting to the show that it's, the stakes are very small. All know? of these yeah. are believable to have happened between episodes of The Office, yeah. for sure. Um, I like that uh, Creed ha- has people pay the William Charles Schneider Memorial Fund mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in, in order to pay off the blackmail. That one also, the blackmail starts with a line from Creed to Kelly that sums up all these episodes, which is, we don't talk much anymore, which Creed says to Kelly. It's like, that's kind of what all these are, just like <laughs> these characters catching up with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't see many Creed-Kelly moments throughout they the They don't show, get pitted against each other Yeah, and the writers are like, hey, let's see what we It got. reminds me of a line when uh, in season six when Jim and Pam are on their honeymoon, and uh, it's, the, it's the Mafia episode specifically, where uh, Oscar says, with Jim and Pam gone, the Coalition for Reason is growing very thin. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's true in all of these episodes, that like the Coalition for Reason is very thin. It's, it's Oscar sometimes, but even then, Oscar is often consciously removing himself yes. or doesn't mm-hmm. want to engage in this. Yes. You know? and it's all the yes, characters yes, who yes. are willing to kind of jump in the drama mm. to do that. Yep. All right, let's move on to the marquee episode. Subtle right? sexuality... Gotta be the main one. If that people is, have heard of one, it's probably this nothing. One. Yeah, this is where the webisodes really shine. The, uh, the stars here are really Kelly Kapoor and Aaron Hannon, and um, they uh, have formed a pop group called Subtle Sexuality. They get Ryan to kind of be their producer or their hype man, or collaborator, collaborator. That's right, collaborator, Mister Understood. I see his later, yeah, referred to. Andy also comes in. As, a, as like sort of a backup or a vocalist. Uh-huh. Um, but I think this one has the most enduring uh, quality because the music video is so ridiculous that they create at the end. Um, and it's There's something some that drama I, between Andy and Ryan yeah. for who's going to be the, 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 the male in the, in the video. Mm-hmm. I also think that the reason that this kind of shines is because with Aaron, Kelly, and Ryan, you get sort of characters that are very dramatic that will kind of uh, put high stakes in them no matter what's going on in the office, right? And Aaron is uh, maybe oblivious or simple enough to kind of go along with whatever Kelly mm-hmm. and whatever Kelly says, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and Andy's desperate for any attention. Yeah, exactly. So I think they all play off each other really well in this episode. Yeah, it's, this it just episode. works. And so this is funny. one of the ones that you don't need nearly the context the others do, which is just We like, could show you guys the music video music video for Subtle Sexuality uh, or for, uh, I guess the song is called Male Prima Donna, pre, Male Male Prima Prima Donna. Donna and you'd mm-hmm. find it funny. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It's a great, I mean, as far as churning out a pop song for like a webisode, pretty good song. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like Lonely Island Very quality. auto-tuned. It's yeah. very uh, much... Uh, Representative of the time, very Lady Gaga, very they, Kesha, a lot of Kesha in Kesha, there. They they referenced Rihanna, yeah, you know, so yeah, definitely that that era of a. Uh, Funny to yeah. think about, like, it, let's say like 
if that music video or that song had come out today or caught on to the extent that like the Lonely Island did, mm-hmm. like if that little if, like it Kelly could've. and Aaron would have been doing that more often, or if it would have seeped mm-hmm. into the regular show of like these two characters that mm-hmm. have a viral video, uh, would have been interesting. But alas, probably a little slightly ahead of its time. Uh, after the. Uh, subtle sexuality episode. I think then the next one is the mentor. Correct. Um, And this was a particularly strange uh, webisode to me. Bizarre. Like so funny. I mean, um, the idea here is that Aaron is bored one day and thinks accounting is interesting. She wants career change. And so she wants to, she's looking for a mentor in a mentor in the accounting department. Um, and uh, Oscar, Oscar turns her down, yeah, and Angela decides to mentor her for whatever reason and turns her into an Angela clone, which is just absolutely hysterical They're dressed to exactly watch. the same. Mm-hmm. Angela literally takes a hacksaw to her heels yes. to cut yeah. them down. Uh-huh. And, uh, she, she, has a, every, she has Aaron go around passing out reimbursement checks and telling people why they won't be uh, you know, accepted. <laughs> reimbursed. Or, or yeah. reimbursed, yeah, yeah. She corrects the way she sits. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, Kelly and Angela are pitted against each other because Kelly's trying to save Aaron from uh-huh. Angela's grip. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was absolutely his, uh, yeah. hilarious. They show this. Uh, Kelly, you know, in, in an effort to kind of reclaim Aaron as her friend, shows her this funny, like, photo montage, or it's like a photo slideshow of, like, the good times they spent together. And it's like them hanging out with Ryan. And then she's like, remember that time we, sh- we stole that shopping cart from that homeless guy? And the pictures are like <laughs> yeah, right. Kelly pushing Aaron in the shopping cart and, yeah. like, the shopping cart falling over <laughs> and, like, Aaron hurt and Kelly standing there or something. And it's just, it's, it's just a very silly montage that Kelly puts together as sort of her effort to win Aaron back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ryan also reveals that he's steadily working on trying to get a threesome between him and Kelly oh, and, <laughs> and Aaron. Yeah. Which, yeah. Um, the next episode after this is uh, the podcast. I think we have the third floor. Oh, uh, uh, pardon me. We All skipped good. an episode. Uh, the third floor is um, uh, Ryan Howard is trying to make a horror movie. Um, at first, he's trying to get uh, a retirement home to let him use senior citizens as zombies. <laughs> um, and the first episode is a good portion of him yelling at someone over the phone about that. But um, in the end, they all decide to do another. Uh, Kelly and Aaron are also, you know, they're listening to in, the, in a bit of foreshadowing the, the girl next door, in the next single from Subtle Sexuality. And. Uh, Kelly says, I don't know if singing and dancing is really our thing anymore. We need to find something else to do. And so when they find out that Ryan is making a horror movie, they're eager to jump in. They're eager to star. I thought this one was pretty good. This one's pretty funny because, <laughs> again, you have Aaron, Ryan, and Kelly as kind of the the sort of triumvirate or the trio at the heart of this one. And uh, they do this thing where they're scaring people in the office for real to capture their reactions. And they use that in the uh, in the final cut. Aaron is, is supposed to be like multiple serial killers stitched mm-hmm. together. She's literally two different people sewed together mm-hmm. with the heart of Charles Jack the, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. And the legs of every serial killer that ever got away. <laughs> One arm is Lizzie Borden and the other is Jeffrey Dahmer or something weird. <laughs> yeah. It's a fork. Yeah. And Meredith is the the woman who curses Kelly or curses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, she, she places the curse on Dunder Mifflin because she wants to buy paper or something that mm-hmm. she can't. Like something really yeah. ridiculous. A little, little something extra to watch around Halloween time. You can watch all the Halloween episodes. You could also toss in the third floor. Mm-hmm. A Rye Howard film. Mm-hmm. As he he calls it. Let's let's move on to the podcast. The podcast next. So Gabe Lewis is the star of the podcast. Um, He makes his webisode uh, debut here. Um, And uh, because Oscar's blog is so popular and it's going to be featured on the Sabre website. It's uh, called There's No Accounting for Taste. (laughs) Gabe decides that he also to he needs to be recognized on the Sabre website. So he's going to start a podcast. I didn't put Creed's blog on the Sabre website. That's for sure. Although Creed does show off his WNBA appreciation blog. He says, I like hoops. I like ladies. Why is it so hard to understand? Why why am I the other one that sees it this way? Uh, Gabe starts to host this podcast that he brings people in. He brings in uh, Kelly and Aaron and Meredith and they all talk up. He wants them to talk about having it all. And Kelly's under the impression that this is a video 
uh, or mm-hmm. a, a talk show appearance, basically. So they eventually yeah. turn Gabe's podcast into a talk show. It evolves from like a like a This American Life sort of a thing into a full on late night show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, This American Life held in the conference okay. room. Okay, Gabe's using. Just this awful little field recorder with mini cassettes. <laughs> uh-huh. He's talking straight into the onboard mic. Super, super up close. He's not getting any ambience. He has no idea how to hold the mic. It's Ugh. it's awful. It's Amateur. Just like, yeah, like Gabe. I, Gabe's, Gabe's got the synthesizer. He's obviously into music production, sound production. Figure it out. Notes from our <laughs> humble producer, Mr. Alex Ward. I'm not humble. <laughs> Do I sound humble? That's not true. Gabe does capture the sound of Kevin stapling papers together. It's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. But yeah, it does become a talk show. Uh, it uh, ends with a sweet moment between Oscar and Gabe. Where Gabe is going, where Oscar is going to be the uh, the guest yeah. on uh, on Gabe's podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were rivals in, in the beginning. Now collaborators. Uh, Gabe mentions, uh, what does it mean to have it all? And everyone has the same answer. Job and a family. <laughs> right, right. So the conversation doesn't really yeah. go anywhere. So I think the last episode that uh, we watched together is uh, The Girl Next Door. Well, also, Kevin E. cook stuff, but it's not quite. So I think I, I, I do There's believe. There's not much to talk about with that one. There's a great yeah. little promotional video that I think was on a DVD yeah. uh, that is available on YouTube called Kevin's Cook Stuff in the Office. And in it, we get to see Kevin buy stuff from vending <laughs> machines and cook in the microwave in the toaster oven. Highly recommend it. Check it out. It's really funny. So good. Yeah. Case idea, a la Kevin. Kevin, you're such a gourmand. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm cooking my way through the Twilight cookbook. Yeah. Last night I made Edward's cornflake chicken. <laughs> you should have called them malachos. Anyway, foreshadowing for uh, for ultra, ultra feast. Yes. Oh in, yeah. Uh, in uh, <laughs> season six. Um, I I don't I don't know I I don't have too much to say about those last couple other than they they were hysterical. Girl next door comes also with uh, the making of. Or like a little behind the scenes. The story of subtle sexuality. Yeah. yeah. And they do it in the style of like a music documentary in a way that it's <laughs> like really VH1. funny. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, making the band. Uh-huh. Or, uh, maybe not making the band. Behind the music. Behind the music. Yeah, it is, yeah. Really well executed, I thought. Mm-hmm. Like the way they styled it. And they put a little more money and production into it. And mm-hmm. like it, it pays off. And again, another banger. Song's great. Mm-hmm. It's a really funny video. Very like, reflective of like Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. 2012, like oh, that, yeah. that kind mm-hmm. of time. The, yeah, just like uh, the the other one is more like a Lady Gaga sort mm-hmm. of a a thing. Both songs and videos make great use of Ed Helms' physical humor oh. in several <laughs> and occasions. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Vocal humor and his vocal humor. <laughs> uh, it's it's just a it's kind of a it's just a delightful little little side dish yeah. to the. There's office. a great moment in the documentary sort of portion where they're like, "Yeah, we realize we didn't really have room for Andy anymore." And then it, it cuts to Annie doing a talking and he goes, "What? What? Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's how he learns that he's yeah. no longer yeah. in the band." You in know? Subtle sexuality. Uh, yeah. Um, and then we see that, you know, Kelly is the girl next door. Aaron is the rich, popular girl. And Ryan as like the handsome quarterback jock who regrets not dating the girl next door. <laughs> the, the shot of him holding his one note and he comes in as the jock. And then the jock is an old man with a really like, with the yeah. fake beard. Yeah. yeah. And then also as the other guy. And He's it, crying at her grave. Yeah. And it goes through all. It's it's really well done. It's really well done. Spectacular. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of fun watching these with you guys. Um, Me too. And uh, and shouts out to to Ann Groundwater and Ryan Lloyd for for hanging with us on this cool retreat. Totally. Um, <laughs> I a closing thought for me on the webisodes that I kind of yeah. noticed a theme in all these, except for the music videos. Really, is all of these is is a minor character, everyone caring about that person, and then them letting everyone down. It's like almost in every <laughs> case, which is very reflective huh. of the office and of yeah. life itself in some way. Like. Like Kevin with the loan and the Malone's cones, it just completely folds in, doesn't work. And what initially is like this business opportunity is like it's a he's just racked with debt. Uh, the outburst is like, oh, Oscar's this deep, passionate man. What's going on? And it's like, oh, he's just angry at a cable guy because he's an asshole. Like, yeah, he's just a terrible customer, probably. Yeah, that's actually what everyone says too. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're, they're, I know. Like, and, didn't realize that he'd even, be so rude to the cable. Even guy. the accountants is just like Angela made the error and refuses to acknowledge it yep. and accuses yep. everyone else. And at the end, it's like, oh, it was Angela. Yeah. You did. So I don't know. That was kind of as a funny thing that, that all of these webisodes still had that same general message as the show itself. There's, that a, was, there's a line in season eight. Sorry, sorry to yeah, jump no. right in. But there's a, there's a line in season eight where Daryl and is, is friends with Val and then Brandon, Val's boyfriend, comes in and brings all this food. And they, she, he confronts Daryl about texting Val. 
and and they're like, we got to read the text, you know. Mm-hmm. And Kelly's like, yes, we have to read the text. Somebody's like, that's not appropriate. And Kelly's like, please, it is so boring where we work. <laughs> like, please let me do have this one interesting thing, you know. Like Kelly, who is always so, uh, yeah. you know, crushed by the monotony a little bit and like mm-hmm. so eager for any sort of drama to latch on to, you know. I think uh, there's a reason that she like she comes up again and again in these because they're just such small little stories, you know. They happen in the course of an hour in the office, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think just in general, I mean, maybe we didn't sell the the storylines or the, or the comedic <laughs> value as well as we could ever, maybe what was deserved. But, but it's so nice to see this extra content. Yeah, this but... is like a solid hour of extra content. If you haven't, you know, if you're a big fan of The Office like we are, and I'm, I'm assuming you are if you're listening to us, then like, <laughs> it's fun to spend more time with all those characters. It's fun to go back into The Office, you know, and, yeah. and watch these little stories unfold. Yeah. Uh, conference room, five minutes. All right. You know what? That's it. Conference room, five minutes. Okay, so for this week's conference room, I wanted to follow up on something we talked about a little bit ago, which is The Office leaving Netflix. And there's actually something circulating where you can kind of submit something to Netflix to kind of give them feedback about this decision. Um, so it kind of goes like this. I just wanted to read it to you guys. Oh, yeah. Thought. So okay. um, it says, uh, I've seen a lot of people whine about The Office being removed from Netflix, and I'm amazed you haven't figured out how to fix it. You go to Netflix's homepage, you click on Contact, then you'll have an option that say that says Future Deleted Series. Then you write that you would like to have The Office to be on your account. They have a rule that says you can get any show to be on your account for an extra couple of dollars. Uh, this is where it gets tricky. Okay, stay with me. All right. So when they contact you, they will come up with a form that you need to fill and shove it up your butt. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. You son of a bitch. That's all. <laughs> Saw that floating around online? I was oh, getting no. so wanted to, excited uh, about wanted that. I to uh, surprise you guys with that one. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, no you got way, Jose. <laughs> We've been meatballed. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's You've not been ready, but, oh, man, that was... I had you guys? Yeah? You had us pretty good there. That was good. ice cold. That's a, that's a really good one. <laughs> I was taking a second for my brain to catch up with what you're saying. I was like, wait, 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 wait. How, is this, how could this possibly be real? I was going to say how much. But I was so hopeful. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. That that begs the question, Sean. It, what is the price? What's the highest you'd pay if Netflix said you can pay a separate price to keep to keep the office on Netflix? All right. Let let me think about this for a second per because month. because I've already been considering buying the a DVD player and all nine seasons so of we'll, The Office. Let's let's assume how that, much money do you let's think? Let's assume that you're is? already paying for your base Netflix, and then it said it's like an add-on, and it's like, what's the maximum you pay for an add-on that includes The Office? <laughs> I guess to anyone. What do you think? I mean, it depends on how much the NBC streaming service costs. If it's less right. than that, I would pay that amount. But if it's, it's any a, more than that, like I would just join the other service. I would like to think that if it's ad supported, it's it's not going to be anything but hopefully you could wait what i, I mean <laughs> if, it, if it's ad supported you don't have to pay anything isn't that what ad supported means no hulu does the subscription thing for six, supported would hulu does the thing for six bucks a month where you can get and I you still get ads months. yeah oh god or you yeah. can go ad free for like 12 bucks a month Ooh. i'm just saying like this is to get no ads just as is i'd pay i'd pay 9.99 a month i think for a while yeah, it would take me a while. The, I don't. Uh, maybe I don't know. That might last a year, but I would do it. Oof. It's hard to put a number on it without knowing what the NBC service costs. Which is just, I know this is just hypothetical for fun. But yeah, like ten bucks a month. But I, I guess, guess I've set my price now. That's to NBC. about now what, they know where I'm at. I mean, that's what Netflix costs right now, right? With uh, with uh, yeah, that's <laughs> with the Office included. Yeah, I'll keep. I'll pay that again. I'll pay just, a separate. I mean, that's what the Netflix already is. So yeah. I'm saying I'd pay double, $19.99 double the cost. If, it, if they said you can keep Netflix, or you can keep the office on Netflix, and we're boosting our prices to $19.99. I said, I said, I agree. Check the box, sign up. Let's do it. Hmm. Speaking of, let's do it. How about some trivia? How about some trivia? Let's do some trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. Woo! Well, this uh, for this trivia, we we brought the office board game along. To the retreat yes. we took. Uh, we have a deck here. There's, so there's a bunch of decks of trivia cards that are asked throughout the game. We have a deck here of quotes from characters, a full deck of just random quotes. We're going to do some fill-in-the-blank quote trivia because we actually haven't done this somehow. Yeah, like this is a, a different form of trivia that maybe is a little less 
incredibly specific to one episode <laughs> or yes. one moment or one frame. So uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna all over the place, but no this. less difficult, I think, because they're very specific. So I think the way that this kind of goes is, uh, it'll be kind of who said it, and then I'll give you guys the quote, and you kind of give me that. Okay. okay. So who said it? I would rather work for an upturned broom with a bucket for a head than work for somebody else in this office besides myself. Stanley. Stanley. Correct. Who said it? I just want to lie on the beach and eat hot dogs. That's all I've ever wanted. Kevin. Correct. In the same episode. Same episode, yeah. Maybe they're they're grouped by episode. (laughs) I don't know if this deck's ever been shuffled. All right. Who said it? I was going to teach the children how to make corn husk dolls. Gotta be Dwight. Angela. It was Dwight. Okay. Uh, Do you know the episode? I'm going to add in that little wrinkle. Uh, uh, the children. Take your daughter to work day, season yeah. two. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, wow. I was <laughs> a little ahead of the time. <laughs> All right. Who said it? Now, the bronze are really blue, and they're also the backside of the gold, so no flipping, okay? Honor system. Got to be Jim. Jim. The answer is Pam. Pam! <laughs> ah! Can you tell me the episode? Uh, no. Olympics. Yeah. All right, who said it? The deal is this is kind of my last hurrah because I made a New Year's resolution that I'm not going to drink anymore. Meredith. During the week. Meredith, yeah. <laughs> no brainer. <laughs> Easy. Easy money. Uh, I don't know the episode off the top of my head what that one's from. But yeah, I don't know either. You. God, you're the perfect person to do this trivia. You, who you said, also know the episode. Who Could said it episode. and to whom? And I made cookies. Same category. And I made cookies. Same category? It, the delivery was a little more like this. And I made cookies, same category. Some, Michael? When, when people are bringing... And I made cookies. One person says it to another person. You need to get both. Ooh. Think about who makes, who bakes in the office. Uh, Angela, Pam. So was it Angela? Mm-hmm. To? To Pam. Correct. Yes. Nice one. Pam I don't bring, know what it is, though. Pam brings brownies to the Halloween office party. Angela was expecting her to bring chips and dip. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, you're making me spray. Who said it to whom? Oh, <laughs> that's Dwight says that to Jim and Michael. He's in the car. To Michael, yeah. In, in uh, Branch Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he's peeing into the can. Mm-hmm. Who said just, it? He just starts doing that. Like, <laughs> what's that noise? I think yeah. Hear, yeah. I cut a chunk out of my penis for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Who said it? Yeah. I work hard all day. I like knowing that there's going to be a break. Most days, I just sit and wait for the break. Kevin. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, we just watched this episode. Um, Survivor, Survivor Man. Man. Survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season four. Uh, yeah. Because they're talking about uh, combining birthdays. Okay. Who said it? Yeah, I went hunting once. Shot the deer in the leg. Had to kill it with a shovel. Took about an hour. Why do you ask? Michael. Michael says that. Yes, he does. <laughs> do you know when he says it? Oh, man. Uh... Oh, is it when they... Uh, the bird? No. Correct. He needs to fire somebody. Oh, Correct. yes, yes. So this is the Halloween Yeah. Halloween yes, season yes. two. This is after he's trying to fire Great a call, shot. Great call. Yeah. All right, here we go. Yes. Who said it and about what? Mm. I saw it. I saw it and it was amazing. Who said I didn't see it? Did Jim say I didn't see it? I saw it. Pam. That's right. About? Ghost. The, Wait, uh, no. Uh, oh, the, the DVD. Yeah. The, yeah. DVD logo bouncing into the corner. I gave you guys a little bit of hint with the delivery, I think. <laughs> All right. Who said it about whom? I've seen like, this kid before. He's one of the kids that sneaks onto my farm and steals my hemp. Dwight, about the pizza delivery boy for yep. Pizza by Alfredo. <laughs> yep. In Launch Party. Launch Party episode three of four. I think it's Season episode four? three. Okay. Yeah. Fun run, Thunder nice. McLean, Infinity, launch party. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who said this? I know that patience and loyalty are good and virtuous traits, but sometimes I think you just need to grow a pair. Uh, Angela. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when is that? Do you know? Uh... Uh, I, I don't recall. It's in the coup in season three. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Encourages Dwight. Dwight to yeah, tell, yeah, yeah. talk to Jan and say that he's <laughs> the right one to run the branch. branch. All right, this one's very easy. Okay. Only 364 days until Pretzel Day. Hmm. Stanley. Uh, Pre- <laughs> is the episode called Pretzel Day? Mm-hmm. Uh, No, I don't think it is. What, what episode is that? When is Pretzel Day? <laughs> what? 
364 days since the last pretzel test. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. How about this one? Okay. Who said it and about whom? I don't see it. I think they could both do better. Oh, it's Dwight, and he's talking about Pam and Jim. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Oh, it is Dwight. Okay. Right? Yep, that's correct. Yes. How about this one? All natural, baby. That's how I like them. Yeah. Swing, Swing low, low, sweet chariots. chariots. That's Creed. That's Creed. <laughs> what about this one? Hey, guys. Somebody making soup? Creed. Also Creed. When uh, uh, <laughs> Todd Packer <laughs> takes leaves, a doo-doo on... Leaves uh, the package, yeah. <laughs> on Michael's carpet. Somebody making soup. Episode is the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> what about this one? Oh man, you should order milk. Get it? Uh, oh, it's Michael talking to Jim there at Hooters. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> the secret in season Jeez. two. I'll have the gourmet chicken breast. Yeah. Hold the chicken. Long beat. Yeah. Is that really what you want? <laughs> uh, no. I'll have the gourmet hot dog. <laughs> and just that I. Uh, and just as you have planted your seed in the ground, I'm going to plant my seed in you. Dwight, Dwight to Ryan. Ryan. The in the initiation. Nice. <laughs> Man, we could do this all day. All day. Maybe this we a, will. That's a thick stack of cards. There's mm-hmm. three more decks. Okay. This isn't this isn't this ending. Is this isn't ending anytime soon. Can we just chop this up or are we just gonna just keep going. Let's <laughs> keep going. I'm not chopping anything up. Sorry, I'm trying to find one that's Raw. interesting. Or sure, different. yeah, yeah. And uncut. Please do. You're the perfect curator for this. Oh, who said this? Okay, who said it and to whom? Okay. The animation was cool. Hey, listen, you ever been on the motorcycle? The bartender at Poor Richard says <laughs> that to Pam after Whoa. the local ad airs. Yeah, after they watched the commercial wow. together. Yeah, that was quick. Nice. You were asleep last night when we were watching that. <laughs> that's true. I I'm, love falling asleep to the office. <laughs> I've read some of it. Even for the internet, it's pretty shocking. Ryan on Creed Thoughts. Blog. Yeah, Creed Thoughts. It's like Ryan knows about the internet. <laughs> okay. How about this one? Yeah. If Michael organizes some kind of group hug, stand next to me. Dwight to Angela. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't That's know when. One. I can't think of when. I don't know what that is. Is that in Beach Games? Um, I'm not sure. It's in season <laughs> it's two that, or three. It does, it, I, I can see it being Beach Games. Yeah. After she sabotages Andy. Sabotage. What? Sandwich? No. What were we watching? Oh, the... the um, when, Dwight's, when Dwight's fighting Dunder Mifflin Infinity. Mm-hmm. I think it was a deleted scene where you see Dwight and Angela chatting as monkey... Monkey trainer? Monkey trainer. So yeah, the deleted so scene. So weird. Dwight's SN... <laughs> Yeah, He's monkey trainer on, on the Dunder Mifflin <laughs> chat chat group. He's Angela's trainer, which is yeah a hot chat room back in the day, man. That was where mm. everyone was at. Mm-mm-mm. Sorry, I'm trying to find one that's. Hey, I love the sound of. Those yeah, no, it sounds cards good. Flipping. We got you know Sean and I can can fill the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, we've but been about practicing- this one. Oh, okay. Monkey, this is possum. Do you copy? <laughs> That's Dwight. Uh, I assume to Angela, but I really wanted it to be to Moe's. <laughs> like, like at the garden party or something. Yeah. Does do we does Moe's have a does Moe's have a nickname? Mm. Alright, I have another one. Yeah. Who said it and to whom? You're in charge of the men's room. Make sure you replace the urinal cakes. They're all worn down. <laughs> uh, I assume Dwight says that. Mm-hmm. I, Dwight to the one of the interns to Meredith <laughs> to Meredith <laughs> during spring oh, cleaning. Dude, spring oh, cleaning oh, with oh. a chore wheel. When Oscar skips, you're in charge of the urinal cakes. <laughs> <laughs> All worn down. Uh, oh, by the way, 1985 called it wants its car back. Uh, Michael says it to Dwight. You got the second part right, but the first part is incorrect. Oh, oh, Andy says it to Andy Dwight versus in the duel. Oh, nice. Of course. Well, of course. What about this one? Ryan is dead. 
Michael Toby says that. says that to Michael. Yeah. Oh, Toby says it to Michael. During the injury when... <laughs> <laughs> tell Ra- get Ryan. Tell him he has to. Tell him he has to clean me up. That's right. Oh, that's good. That's right, partiers. It's time to limbo, limbo, limbo. All right, I need a volunteer to come up here and hold my stick. <laughs> Is that uh, a boost captain? Boost? Yeah, it's uh, Captain. Oh no. <laughs> Not Jack. Captain Jack, yeah. It is Captain is it Jack. Jack. Captain Jack, yeah, Captain yeah. yeah. Jack. On the booze cruise. <laughs> and then Dwight wants to hold his stick. And he's like, usually it's a woman, but... <laughs> okay. <Just> all right. <laughs> <laughs> the party captain. I'm excited about doing the ad, but I'm not really used to doing videos with so many people around. Meredith. Mm-hmm. Local ad. Talking about the porn that she does. She alludes to. <laughs> Erotic videos. That she also found time to do while getting her PhD. Yes. Your nephew. Is he in good shape? Mm. It sounds like a Dwight. That's a great quote on his own. Yeah. Uh, but who's nephew? It's Oscar's nephew. That helps you. Michael, Michael says Betts. It? Michael Betts. <laughs> okay. It's Michael to Oscar. And, uh, oh. and and Michael accidentally um, bets twenty five or uh, donates twenty five dollars to Oscar's nephew in this run, but doesn't realize that it's per mile. It's per mile. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, of course, of course. That's cool. everyone That's... else's. But he's also like already yeah. patronized everyone else uh-huh. for only like donating a yeah. dollar or yep. two dollars. <laughs> All right, I think. Yeah, that's enough. We got plenty more to do later. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, That's it for today's episode. Please hit us up on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, at Michael Scott Pod. We're on Instagram, at Michael Scott Podcast Company. And we have a phone number that you can call. That number is 503-694-9314. Call and leave us a message. Comments, questions. Let us know what you thought of the webisodes. If you went back and watched them and and caught anything that we might have missed. Yeah, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Uh, and as always, we we love to hear from you. And thank you so much for listening. Shouts out to Ryan Lloyd. Shouts out to Ann Groundwater. We out here. MSPC. Ryan's cool retreat. We'll see you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.